0: Okay, in this episode, we are going to talk about acute coronary syndrome, such as STEMI and STEMI, angina, stable, unstable, things like that. So acute coronary syndrome, this is the symptoms of myocardial infarction due to plaque rupture or coronary artery thrombosis. Etiology, the most common cause is atherosclerosis. The second most common cause is coronary artery vasospasm, which this can be caused by like cocaine or prinzmetal angina. Signs and symptoms are chest pain that are not relieved by rest or the administration of nitroglycerin, and it lasts greater than 30 minutes. You have to be careful in the women, elderly, diabetic, obese, Just because they may not present as a, as this picturesque chest pain type person. Um, When I was in the ED, we actually had a woman who was just complaining of left upper quadrant pain. So we kind of went through that whole ulcer bowel kind of cascade and it ended up being a STEMI. So first thing we're going to go is STEMI, over STEMI. So this is myocardial death with an increased in tromponin level and EKG changes. So you get both. So your cardiac enzymes are going to be elevated, but you're also going to get um, EKG changes. So this is often diagnosed based on the EKG, and the EKG is going to show ST elevations greater than one millimeter in two or more leads, with reciprocal, reciprocal changes in the opposite leads. So that's important. Two leads have to be affected. You have to see it in a recipro- reciprocal lead, and it has to be greater than one millimeter. Signs and symptoms are include chest pain, shortness of breath, radiation. This pain may radiate to the neck, the jaw, the arms, or the back, often the left arm. Um, diagnosis is through EKG, So honestly, the things you order when a person's presenting with chest pain, EKG, troponin level, BNP, chest x-ray, CBC, CMP. Troponin is the most sensitive marker cardiac enzyme, but it takes a few hours to rise. So this is why we repeat troponins a few, a couple hours apart if we're suspecting or worried about a patient with chest pain. So, Location-wise, so this might be a question, this is probably going to be a question with you're handed a 12 lead EKG or you're given leads of a 12 EKG and you have to know which artery is affected or what area is infarcted at that point in time. So how I kind of remember what arteries is involved, we'll start with that. So right coronary artery is the most common one affected affected so when in doubt if I'm forget or I'm not sure I kind of always just pick the RCA but anyway the RCA the right coronary artery is the posterior and inferior leads so if you think the back and the bottom is the RCA so back and bottom RCA circumflex is the lateral area lateral wall so right coronary artery is the posterior and inferior wall. Circumflex is the lateral wall. And all the other areas are the left anterior descending. So just I kind of just remember the RCA areas, the circumflex areas, and if it's not that, when in doubt LAD. Treatment for a STEMI, the most important thing, the thing that has been shown to reduce mortality the most is aspirin. So, aspirin, 325 milligrams. So, that's not a baby aspirin. So, if one of the answer choices says baby aspirin, no, that is incorrect. It is 325 milligrams of aspirin. And then you know the pneumonic, mona, morphine, oxygen, nitrates, aspirin, but to kind of mm-hmm. add to what you need to um cover for is um your patient's going to be started on heparin clopidogrel I don't know what that is it's another antiplatelet so you always have two antiplatelets aspirin clopidogrel heparin um beta blocker and a statin beta blocker is depending on like heart rate and st- Um, blood pressure because you don't want to bottom out your patient. Important things to know, in inferior posterior wall MI, you're going to avoid nitro and morphine. These decrease the, I think it's the preload. They can actually potentiate and worsen your patient. So, inferior posterior, avoid morphine and nitro overall treatment of choice. You need to get these patients to a cath lab. That's why we have STEMI alerts. That's why when we see these changes on EKG, we're alerting, we're getting them to the cath lab as soon as possible. Um, The time frame you need to know with getting a patient to the cath lab is within three hours of symptom onset. That's why they're so quick with this. So an NSTEMI. These are the patients you're going to get an EKG on. The EKG is not going to be a STEMI, maybe shows some ST depression, maybe some new deep way, deep T wave inversions, so may have some EKG changes, may not have EKG changes, and you're, but then you're, so you can't stimulate alert them, they're not immediately going to the cath lab, but you draw your cardiac enzymes, and you're going to see cardiac enzyme elevation, specifically troponin elevation. But treatment is going to be the same as the STEMI. So once you get this elevation, you're going to send them to the cath lab. This is not as emergent as the STEMI, which is why we don't um, have kind of a whole alert system for this. But it is important that they get to the cath lab in a timely manner. Next, we're going to go over oh Before I actually go over the next topic, I just want to state that the three things that are kind of this acute coronary syndrome that we really want to um, pay attention to are the STEMI and STEMI and unstable angina. But a new onset of a left bundle branch block is a STEMI equivalent. So kind of keep that in the back of your mind that new onset left bundle branch block is a STEMI equivalent. Okay, so then unstable angina. This is not, there is no mar- myocardial death occurring, but we have to kind of be careful of this condition um, because there is, although the coronary artery might not be fully occluded at that current moment, they are at high risk for full occlusion and um, full MI. So, the three kind of things that are, that present or give you the diagnosis of unstable angina, one is ischemic symptoms. This is that chest pain, not relieved by rest. Um, The second thing, you're going to have negative cardiac enzymes, and the third thing, you may get with or without EKG changes. So, ischemic symptoms, you're going to have negative cardiac enzymes, with or without EKG changes. Like I said before, the pathophysiology, this is not fully occluded, but some of it is occluded. Coronary artery stenosis. Signs and symptoms, I just said, chest pain or discomfort. They may have a previous history of stable angina, which we'll go over later, but now it's more frequent, unrelieved by rest. This rest angina will last greater than 20 to 30 minutes. It's new onset angina or change in angina pattern. Treatment. You're going to admit and begin continuous cardiac monitoring. So kind of the four general things I think of treatment wise. You're going to treat the pain. You're going to treat clots. You're going to treat with beta blocker and statin. So pain, clots, beta blocker, statin. So pain, you're going to treat the pain with nitroglycerin and morphine. Um, clots, you're going to try to prevent clot formation. So you can do aspirin, the P2Y12 receptor blocker, which is the clopidogrel. Dro- I don't know how to say that. But those two are your two antiplatelet therapies, which you should remember from. The STEMI and STEMIs, Could you treat them the same. So the aspirin pre- P2Y12 receptor inhibitors, and you're going to anticoagulate with heparin most often, and then you also can give beta blocker depending on heart rate and blood pressure, and you're going to give a statin because atherosclerosis is the most common cause. MI complications. So, the most common complications are arrhythmias and something known as Dressler syndrome. So, Dressler syndrome is a post-MI pericarditis. And next up, we'll talk about um, stable angina. So, stable angina is chest pain that is predictable. And it's relieved by rest and or nitroglycerin, and it lasts less than ten to fifteen minutes. So chest pain that is relieved by rest or nitro. Um, one kind of key thing that, like, sign that I would remember for this is the Levine sign. This is that clenched fist over the sternum. Diagnostics definitive is coordinate coronary angiogram. So, kind of have to go see those coronary arteries. EKG, you're going to see, you can also get an EKG or cardiac stress test. Treatment, nitro, and a beta blocker. Uh, next condition we'll talk about is the vasospastic or Prinzmetal or variant angina. For some reason, they love asking questions, and they will call it... All of the three names I just said: so vasospastic, Prinzmetal, or variant angina. So this is episodes of angina caused by coronary artery coronary artery vasospasm, leading to transient MI. So it will cause transient EKG ST elevations. So. The, vase, the coronary artery basically is squeezing, kind of giving you the similar symptoms as when it's blocked off, but this is a transient condition, so it comes and goes. The number one risk factor for this is history of smoking. These patients are often under 50 years old and may have other vasospastic disorders, such as like Raynaud's. Triggers, cold weather. They love to talk about your patient being out shoveling in the winter or something about cold weather. Also can be triggered by alpha agonists such as amphetamine or pseudoephedrine. Signs and symptoms. This is usually cyclical chest pain occurring early in the morning. Diagnostic EKG may show transient ST elevations, but Definitive, you're going to get an angiography, which can show that vasospasm. Um, treatment, calcium channel blocker and nitrates. Avoiding beta blockers. We don't want to use beta blockers because it can actually precipitate vasospasm. And this is a vasospastic disorder. Okay, and that's all the conditions, but just to kind of reiterate, go over things, STEMI, you're getting myocardial death. You're going to have increased trope and EKG changes, and STEMI, you're going to have, you may or may not have EKG changes, but you're going to have troponin elevation. Unstable angina, it's not going away with rest, so stable angina, it's chest pain, it's predictable, it's relieved by rest or nitro, lasts less than 10 to 15 minutes, phasospastic prince Mento variant um, number one cause smoking they are going to be out in the cold it may it's cyclical occurring early in the morning and yeah that's all the coronary syndrome diseases